Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. We are preparing things for you right up to the last, the very last second. Yeah, we got breaking news this morning. Uh, potentially, yeah, because mm-hmm. only only one service is reporting this, right? No, 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 no. No, multiple services are reporting Oh, are they? This. Yes, yes, yes. You misunderstood uh, me. I said that mm-hmm. the only one of them says that he turned himself in, but everybody is saying he's in police custody. Jussie Smollett this morning in Chicago PD's uh, uh, headquarters there. They're... They're in, they're in his care now. No, he's, he's in he's their, their care. care. Yeah. Right. He's been arrested, <laughs> he's officially arrested. Um, uh, felony charge for allegedly filing a false police report. What? So, there you go. He's going to be doing court wow. at one thirty this afternoon. Who saw that coming? Huh. Not this show. No. Before everyone else. Wow. <laughs> uh, Jussie wasn't telling the truth? Huh. I mean... Probably not. That's something else. Of course, as his lawyer pointed out, like every American citizen, there's the presumption of innocence until proven guilty. And that's, of course, you look at the videos that we've seen and it kind of proves it. (laughs) His two buds there uh, in the crafty beaver buying all kinds of all kinds of products that were used in this terrifying and brutal attack. They had the masks, uh, they had the rope, they bought the gloves. Hat, bleach. Bleach. Yep. Pretty much everything right there on tape. And uh, one of the news, one of the local news stations was playing that. And it's the only place I've seen it. Just uh, kind of interesting hmm. that you're not, you're not getting that on the national News, it seems. Yeah, I, I love how the attorney for Jussie Smollett is saying, look, there's been some truth that's come out, and there's been some fiction, you know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, the fiction came out from him. What, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, or maybe... Right. Did they buy a pack of gum that we haven't been informed about at the same time they bought this other stuff? I mean, what... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd be interested to find out what has been uh, misreported in this. Mm. Yeah, uh, and I love the fact that in that interview with Robin Roberts on ABC, he said... You know, I feel like if I would have said that uh, these were Muslims that did this to me, mm-hmm. the people would have supported me more. I mean, the lengths to which this guy went to divide this country. Or how, how the, unbelievable. The attorney for the brothers saying that, um, how does Jesse Smollett sleep at night? Right. <laughs> right. Because at least at first, his reaction to these two being caught red-handed with what they were doing and being a part of it and being paid to to do this was i am shocked and hurt that i knew my attackers i i didn't know it was them i thought these two black guys that attacked me were two white guys well it was that i didn't know two in the morning it's hard to see it is yeah when they're mm -hmm. when you're punching somebody in the face who Uh knows what their face looks like You, you, you don't know and uh, I remember during the Robin Roberts thing where he goes, uh, she said something like, so you're angry. Uh, he, goes, I'm, he goes, I'm pissed. And she goes, mm-hmm. at the attackers? And he just, as a throwaway, he's like, yeah, at the attackers. But I'm, I'm also really upset about yeah. how people reacted. Right! Uh, really? You weren't mad at the people who mugged you right there and, and threw a noose around you and sprayed bleach on you? And yeah, how, yeah, I'm upset with them. Yeah, sure. And how interesting he... he w- he was so angry at the people who reacted to this as if he lied 
when he did in fact lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I, you know, I. it's just so weird to me. This whole hoax is so strange because you know you're eventually, don't you know you're going to get caught? If If you don't, you're pretty stupid. Well, and he must be pretty stupid. We're learning some things about Jesse Smollett's intelligence, aren't we? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know how you would think, well, okay, we got thousands and thousands of cameras. Uh, there's got to be video evidence of these two guys buying the supplies at the Crafty Beaver, <laughs> including the red cap, because <clears throat> I guess we couldn't find one with actual Make America Great words on it. Just need a Sharpie pen. <clears throat> just, that's all. And uh, they didn't even do that. But it's fascinating that he didn't consider the fact that this was all going to unravel. And then what are, what are people supposed to do at, let's say, his employers, for instance? The Empire people. Uh, do you think you're going to... Are you going to keep that job? I don't, I don't see how, frankly. But you know what's amazing is, if you're on the left, a lot of times, somehow, you work your way out of this. Somehow, there's going to be leniency. Somehow... He doesn't really pay for what he's done, although he really should. Based on everything he tried to do to fire up America against itself, uh, he should pay a heavy price for this. If he's guilty, I mean. Yeah, if. Yeah, because there is the presumption of innocence right presumption now. Innocence. So. And, the, you know, as, yeah. as we've learned, there's some mm-hmm. facts that aren't exactly right. Right you know, in this uh, story. Well, yeah, according to, to his, his lawyer. Attorney. Yeah, his his lawyer says some things. Some things are true, and some things are false. Yep. Could have oh. been could have been two fifteen in the morning instead of two o five. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It could have been fifteen below instead of twenty sure, below. Sure. We don't know. I mean, factor in the wind. You got you yourself know. a bad night right there in Chicago. I love the fact that uh, Democrat Representative Eric Swalwell, <laughs> California, tried to show off his latest act of anti-Trump protest. This cat is a loser. Uh, The reaction on social media was merciless mockery, of course, and ridicule. He posted that he was spurning the coffee shop at Trump Tower and braving the snow in New York to find another source for his coffee. Um, Look at it, man. He's in pain. Look at that. It's all cold and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you see snow on his hair right (laughs) there. And he tweeted out, it's snowing in New York. I need coffee. The closest cafe is inside Trump Tower. This is me walking to an alternative. Like anybody gives a rat's anus about where you're going to get your coffee. First of all, nobody outside your district, even in your district, they don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about Eric Swalwell's coffee trip. Oh, you know who he is? He's the one Democrat not running for president right, right now. Right, that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the tweet got 5.3 oh 5300 retweets but got 24000 responses <laughs> and a lot of it ridicule nice ben shapiro tweeted out you know because of his sacrifice of walking in the snow to a different coffee shop that was a little bit further away <laughs> just like normandy <laughs> just like normandy oh boy that's funny uh and from Lisa Booth, Fox News contributor, please, it's New York. There are coffee shops everywhere. You just wanted to post about Trump and be dramatic. Sad. Yeah. Uh, from Caleb Howell, history will long remember this day. <laughs> the March 
of the Starbucks martyr, they'll say. <laughs> we live in blessed times. Wow. <laughs> From Matt Walsh, sir, your courage is an inspiration to us all. <laughs> so good. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I uh, Nate Silver yeah. uh, responded that, hey, uh, dude, there's a coffee shop just around the corner, yeah. like 0.3 miles away. Yeah, he posted a, a little map for him, a little helpful little Google map Not, e- not even a block. Look at that. It's right around the corner. <laughs> it's so, so funny. It's, it's fantastic. Tough. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want something a little more nutritious than coffee in your diet, uh, let me suggest Field of Greens from Breakhouse Nutrition. Field of Greens. Going to give you uh, a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables complete with antioxidants, not loaded with caffeine like coffee. Um, it's prebiotic. It's probiotic. It's really good for you. It's real food. And if it wasn't for Field of Greens, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get any vegetables into my diet, at least no healthy ones. Uh, we just had that health scare with Jeffy here, and so we've kind of been reminded in a really personal way just how important it is you know, to try to do what you can to keep your body healthy. A better you awaits with Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. Give it a try today. Go to BrickhousePat.com. And you'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. A better you awaits. It's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So, uh, Jossie, in custody. Apparently... Either turned himself in. At least one report is that he turned himself in. We don't know if the police actually had to go round him up and bring him down. But uh, he's safely tucked away, and I'm sure getting his next interview with police. And I can't wait to see if he actually admits to it now. If he finally breaks down and fesses with all the evidence that we've seen, with everything stacked against him. Is he going to stick to his story that this just was something that happened to him? Mm, mm, mm. This is going to be fun. Yeah, it is. And I, I wonder what. Uh, let's just say that you know, he goes through the the system. I wonder what. Uh, wonder what in, ends up happening to him as far as a sentence. You know, up to mm-hmm. three years, uh, up to twenty five thousand dollars in fines. He'll probably get. Um, I doubt he does time. Yeah, if anything, he'll probably just get community service. You know, mm-hmm. out with the police and. Uh, in the community because he filed a false release report as the charge and uh you know just it's a felony helping police look good or whatever his uh it'll be a slap on the wrist if anything that's what i think Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i believe wholeheartedly that he's i mean barely going to suffer any consequences from this he you would think he would have to be let go from empire and they keep saying they're sticking by him they they said again last night uh he's not being written out of the show we're not editing the show. Mm-hmm. What night is Empire on? I've, I never watch it. Is it sure. on Wednesdays? Sure. Sure. Yeah, you know, right? Hang you on, you just... watch Empire religiously, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, but see, I DVR it. Oh, okay. And so I don't so really know when this it's week. So I'm, I'm a couple behind, you know, and I don't uh-huh. really know. Airs <laughs> what night. Somebody tell me what night it airs. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I don't know. Here's... Sometime during the week. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it, it returns on March 13th, uh, so that'll be a Wednesday. So Wednesday nights at 8, 7 central. 
Perfect. Thank okay. You. You're welcome. Wow, it's not back on until March 13th. Yeah, it just says returns March 13th at 8 p.m. That's too long to have to wait for the next chilling episode. Well, the editors need time to uh, cut Figure out Jesse's out scenes. I know they no, dropped No, they're, the, they're not. They, no, they're, there's no effort to get sure. him out of the show at all. Not true. No, they're standing right on behind him. Right. He had nine scenes cut down to five. Four of them, he was just an ancillary character. They did cut out a solo uh, song that he was going to be singing as well. So, but they're sticking by him. <clears throat> <laughs> and there's no plans. There's never been a plan. No. They've never even discussed nope. getting rid of him and writing him out of the show. That's never even, nobody's even had that thought. No, you need to uh, let, let justice run its course. Right. And, and they're then, going then, to. That's then we'll good. we'll touch base after that. That's great. 888 Also a U.S. Coast Guard lieutenant and self-identified white nationalist was arrested after federal investigators uncovered a cache of weapons and ammunition in his Maryland home. Uh, Authorities say he stockpiled all of that to launch a widespread domestic terrorist attack targeting politicians and journalists, Democrats mostly, liberals. Uh, (laughs) This is really ugly. It's, It's ugly anyway, but then, of course, this is what... This is what the media will jump all over and say, see, this is really the threat from right-wing domestic terrorists like this. It drives me out of my mind. Yeah, it just Nazis takes... are not on the right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Nazis are not on the right. <laughs> Nazis are national socialists, and socialism is the extreme other end of the political spectrum on the left. Christopher Paul Hassan called for focused violence to establish a white homeland and dreamed of ways to kill almost every last person on earth, according to court records. Though court documents don't detail a specific planned date for an attack, the government said he'd been amassing supplies and weapons since at least 2017. He had a spreadsheet of targets with people like Nancy Pelosi on it. Um, he searched the internet with phrases like best place in D.C. to see Congress people and our Supreme Court justices protected. Jeez. Wow, this could have been really, but really bad. The defendant intends to murder innocent civilians on a scale rarely seen in this country, according to court documents. But he was fortunately arrested on illegal weapon charges, drug charges, but the government says those charges are the proverbial tip of the iceberg. He wanted to spark chaos and destruction and was obsessed with neo-fascist and neo-Nazi views. And again, not right-wing. That, that is not right-wing political theory. He wrote, please send me your violence that I may unleash it onto their heads. I, I don't know who's, is that supposed to be to God? Guide my hate to make a lasting impression on this world. Jeez, this guy's just sick. He's been working at the U.S. Coast Guard headquarters in Washington since 2016. I think they said he's not there anymore. An active duty Coast Guard member stationed at Coast Guard headquarters in D.C. Uh, court documents don't detail what prompted 
federal law enforcement to begin investigating him, but contend he'd been studying the 1,500-page manifesto of right-wing terrorist Andros Breivik, who was the guy in Norway in 2011 that killed 77 people, mostly children there in Norway. The manifesto outlined how Breivik had planned and prepared his attacks, and so this guy obviously wanted to do something similar, and he was taking steroids and narcotics. He had ordered, I don't know where you can do this, where can you order 4,200 Tramadol pills? (laughs) How do you... Well, when Jeffy gets in, we'll ask him. Yeah, we'll ask him. Mm-hmm. We'll ask him. Had 30 vials of what was apparently HGH, human growth hormone. But ordering 4,200 pills? Yeah, you can order whatever you want. That's not going to arrive at your home. That's a controlled substance. I, so I don't know. Maybe he was on the dark web. Maybe you can get it there. Who knows with the, this kind of stuff. Um, but... Fortunately, thank goodness, they caught the guy before he was able to pull anything off. 888 Let me tell you about uh, Optima Tax Relief because it is tax season again and you might be having problems with the IRS. In fact, you might have had problems for years. Don't let that continue. If, if you've been struggling with a huge debt from the IRS and they're starting to get re- really aggressive with you, You've got a paycheck, you've got bank accounts, you've got a business maybe, and a home to protect. So turn to the experts. Optima Tax Relief is America's number one tax resolution firm. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are just honest, hardworking Americans with families and paychecks and bank accounts to protect. When you engage Optima to fight for you and protect what's yours, you're getting a proven award-winning team. It's a team that can help stop the aggressive collection actions of the IRS. So, trust Optima to help you get the IRS problems behind you. That's how they've saved nearly a billion dollars for their clients. Call them now. Get a free consultation while you still have the option to do that. 800-699-6140. It's 800-699-6140. Optima Tax Relief. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let's go to Jeff in North Carolina. Hey, Jeff, you're on the blaze. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. I love what you do. Thank you. Hey, I I know how Smollett's character is going to be taken off of a uh, Empire, whatever that show is okay. that I All write right. for. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna be sexually assaulted by a Subway sandwich at two a.m. with a couple <laughs> of white guys in MAGA hats, and then they're gonna strangle him with the bag. Oh man. Wow, that would be uh, quite a way to go. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. That would be quite a way to go. <laughs> quite a way to go. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Dan in Georgia, you're on the blaze. This is why I get salads when I go to Subway. That was scary. <laughs> hey, man, I love you guys. Thank uh, you. I'll tell you what. Um, hey, this, these Nigerian guys, I mean, if I come up to you, Pat, maybe you will. But in a real world, you wouldn't. I said, hey, I'm going to give you $4,000. I want you to beat me up, put a rope around my neck, and pour bleach on me, and then just leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd say no. Yes. Yes, I, you, I would say no. Right. I yeah. mean, unless you get to know me, then you might do it for free. But <laughs> what's the deal with the Nigerian brothers just walking away and, like, being the heroes in this story coming out? 
I mean, did they get immunity where charges dropped because they said, go look at the video at, at the Fudgy Beaver or whatever it's called? I mean, what? <laughs> like, they're not, there's something wrong here. There's something more with this story than just this guy. I mean, you can't do that. You can't do that in a normal society. Right. You can't just beat somebody up. Right. You can't beat your friend up. Right. You go to jail. Yes. That's very true. <laughs> I watch live PD. I see it all the time. Yeah. I mean, you go to jail. So I think there's going to be a lot more to this story coming out. Um, and, and, I mean, I'm glad that it was made up. Thank God. Because, yeah, me too. Uh, as a conservative, I'm tired of being a racist for the past 10 years. That's for sure. Um, so yeah. a little bit of redemption is nice. But, I don't know, I look forward to seeing the end of this. And I love what you guys do, man. Sometimes you make me see a little when I'm driving, but... That's all right. I keep wet lights. All right. Thanks a lot, Dad. Aww. Appreciate it. Make him feel a little. Uh, see? Oh, that's sweet. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, he's right, though. I, I I, think so many of us feel the same way, that we're glad it's a hoax. Meanwhile, the left-wing media is all extremely disappointed that it's a hoax. They wanted this so badly because this played into every one of their narratives. It you know Trump people are haters. Trump himself has pushed people to violence. Uh, we're a nation of homophobes and racists, and this just shows it. This just shows it. And that's what Jesse Smollett wanted out of this whole that's thing. That's exactly what he wanted. That's he hates Trump so much that he was willing to go to lengths like this. I mean, who even thinks that way? Why would you do that? It, it's it's sick and twisted. And seriously, the guy needs help. The guy needs psychiatric help because there's something radically wrong with him. And as Dad, Dan pointed out, the two Jamaicans, too. I mean, that's not entirely healthy either. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll beat you up and pour bleach on you uh, and put a rope around your neck for 4000 Sure, yeah. Why not? Yeah, it sounds like fun. 3500 now, 500 later. Could, could we... Could we uh, could we get just five hundred now and thirty five hundred later? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well. All right. Can we do it on a warmer night? Or is your, no. Okay. You got got to happen right away. Yeah. What is that? Why did it have to happen? <laughs> I don't know. I mean that that that's not, was the first sign that this wasn't <laughs> accurate because we talk about how crime goes down when it gets cold and it was butt cold that night. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and of all the nights to have this attack staged, mm-hmm. come on. Stop it. You could have waited till from, the spring. From the very first report, the day it was reported, we were saying, wow, does this look phony? And, you know, maybe it's not. Maybe it went down exactly as he said. I certainly hope not because that's really tragic. And if somebody actually did do this, they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. But from the second we heard about it, you knew it just felt wrong. All of it. Especially so, the... Holding on to the Subway sandwich. Held on to the Subway. Didn't let that go. It's it's 20 below chill temperature in Chicago, 2 o'clock in the morning. People just all of a sudden walk up to him and, hey, here's that homosexual. Oh, yeah. From that there. Uh, that show we never that watched. Black show, too many black people on it. Yeah, Festus, you, you don't uh, watch that, do you? No, I, no, I do not, Billy Bob. Okay. Well, I wouldn't watch that for the life of me, but I've seen the previews, and that's him. That's enough right there. That's, that's all I need. that little homo guy right Tell you there. What, I just happen to have a bottle of bleach on me. I mean, I keep it in a, you know, a. 
a, a, That's a, a perfect hot, hot sauce bottle. Perfect and, thing to carry around you, on a cold night like this, now, Billy Bob. You still carrying around that that rope that we've been waiting for a yeah. night like this? Yeah, just in case we run across one of them homosexual black men. Well, she you. Let's I'll do it. I'll tell you what, I'm going to hit him right under the eye. Tonight's the night. I don't want to hurt him too bad, but I'm going to give him a little cut right under his eye. All right. And then you put that rope around his neck, and then we'll just sprinkle a little bit of that bleach around. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't want to. We don't Not wanna, a lot. Like, don't you don't damage his clothes. Don't want to hurt Festus. him. But just, uh, we'll just, send him on his way back to his uh, Make a park. point. Just make a point. Just yeah. a little splash. A little splash. We'll just, little we'll just show him he's not welcome around these parts here in MAGA country. MAGA country. And you do, here. You do this too. You understand? <laughs> you leave it around your neck. Well, we, yeah. we'll know. If you take <laughs> it off before midnight right. tomorrow night, <laughs> oh, it's going to end badly. When the police show up, you better still have that draped uh-huh. around you, son. Yes, sir. Well, there's a cattle drive coming through. We best get out of the way now. Say what? Yeah, cattle drive. The Chicago cattle drive coming why, through. Why is there a cattle drive? I don't know. Just one of those I old mean, west things that happen here talk. in the Midwest. That's silly. <laughs> Come on, now you're being silly. Good lord. From the uh, beginning, we from the beginning we suspected because yeah. anyone with half a brain should have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it was a stupid plan. It was a really and stupid plan. all the plan. places to do it, too. I know. I mean, there, there's so many. We could talk about it all day. The, the weather, the location, the items used. Mm-hmm. Jesse, good luck with your 1.30 nice p.m. Uh, court hearing. Yeah. Mm. So at 1.30 this afternoon, he has a court hearing. I suppose he'll be released, right, on bail, I would think, after that. I'm sure. And, uh, and reporters will be all over him. Is he going to make a statement? I doubt it. What are you going to say at this point? Just walk by the cameras and go, Mag a country! And just keep walking. I don't know. At this point, who knows? It's 2019. This is the most ridiculous yeah, story. Yeah, anything can happen. Yeah. It's it's impossible to predict events because uh-huh. uh, we're just, it's too weird now. Everything is just plain too weird. <laughs> yeah, and I noticed that like the onion, uh, they went under, basically. Um, you know, the company, they're struggling, I should say, the Univision that owns them. Uh, and I think it's because reality is stranger than fiction now yeah you, and you don't need the onion you've got real life yeah you can't write a parody that's weirder stranger or more, more ironic than what's actually happening uh-huh. it's it's just impossible now uh so keep in mind that uh you know jussie smollett like any other citizen enjoys the presumption of innocence just keep that in mind Especially when there's been an investigation like this one where information, both true and false, has been repeatedly leaked. So I just want you to keep that in mind as, Mm -hmm. you know, conscientious American citizens that... uh, You know what? There there is one false thing that did come out of this. Some neighbor said that, that they saw Jesse and the brothers on the elevator and the police said that's, uh, we can't confirm that. So there's your one false thing that they can lean on during this whole thing right there that somebody thought they saw them together on the elevator they turned out to not be accurate Hmm. so there you go attorney for jesse smollett there's your false false fact out of this if you will (laughs) got us we're so burned now i i don't think we even reported that though did we we did not i mean i never say i didn't even hear about that until they had already debunked that yeah Mm -hmm. all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three 
And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we got some great stuff coming from a uh, uh, Joe uh, Joe Biden video coming up. Um, Are you talking about middle class Joe? Yeah, middle class Joe. Oh yeah, I know middle uh-huh. class Joe. I didn't know mm-hmm. it was Joe Biden. Well, everybody, because I call him middle class. That's Joe. what yeah, everybody does, and that's why you didn't really understand See? which Joe I was Biden. talking about. I need to commit that to memory. Middle class Biden. Joe. Yeah, it does turn out middle class Joe is is actually Joe Biden. Wow, we got some Never great put stuff that from together. him. Also, uh, Bernie Stan- Sanders loves bread lines. Uh, we'll tell you about that. And Kirsten Gillibrand wants there to be a third gender in New York. And so I'm um, very excited about that. Uh, 888-933-93. Let me tell you about uh, Cosmo Hertz Kids Campaign, which was launched by Victoria Hurst, whose family owns Cosmopolitan Magazine, known as Cosmo. Now, why does she want to do this? Because uh, she believes Cosmo contains pornography. And when you look at the articles, it's pretty clear. Um, So she just doesn't, she's not trying to censor it. And she doesn't want to drive Cosmo out of business. She just wants the material harmful to minor laws in states across the country to be applied to Cosmo like it is, say, Playboy or whatever form of pornography you can buy in a store. And then kids under 18 couldn't buy it. Completely reasonable. If you agree you think it's a good idea? Go to CosmoHertzKids.com. Find out how you can help out. It's CosmoHertzKids.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, where Constitutional Drunk tweets 200 hours of community service handing out Trump flyers for Jesse and his uh, <laughs> sentence. That's, it'll be something like now, that. Now, that would be torturous for him. That yeah, may be cruel I, and unusual for Jesse. Probably without the Trump flyers, but it'll be community service. Mm-hmm. 200 hours, though. That seems excessive. Yeah, what What about like 90 minutes? You 90 know? minutes? Let's keep it real, yo. Or maybe, yeah, just All up how long here. is a show of Empire? Like... Yeah. One hour? Right. We'll take out the commercials. There you go. It's like probably 40 okay, minutes. Okay, so 40, 42 minutes 42 of community minutes, service. Just get out there and do something good for the people. From Kristen, uh, Roseanne lost her show because of one stupid tweet. Jussie organizes a hoax, gets arrested, and keeps his show. At least so far. Yeah. Um, from the mean tweets of Helena, <laughs> uh, Eric Swalwell's coffee trip. Good band name. Oh. Coffee lover M. Eric Swalwell is crazy. Coffee should trump a political statement every time. Yeah, Get yeah. it? Coffee should trump a political statement. I got it. And uh, <laughs> it was the Trump Tower that he was passing up. Uh, this is kind of fun. Nebraska Senator Ben Sass going to be on a Wheaties box. <laughs> he was named uh-huh. the National Wheat Leader of the Year by the National Association of Wheat yes. Growers. Do you know that only wheat growers can be members of the National Association of Wheat Growers? I, I personally did not know Very, that. very non-inclusive. It's a really uh, uh, discriminating group. That sounds, yeah, sounds very exclusive. So with the honor comes a special gift. He'll be on a Wheaties box with a picture of himself on it. So it's a Wheaties box. It's not oh, like you're going to... I want this. You're not going to go into Kroger or Safeway or Albertsons and, oh. hey, there's Ben Sass on a Wheaties box. Uh-huh. I love he tweeted that picture out yesterday with the caption, this is the Stanley Cup of the weed industry, people. <laughs> That's funny. That's good stuff. I like him. He's, he's great on he's, Twitter. He's really witty. Mm-hmm. And he's just a good senator. 
You yeah. know, he has not been a disappointment. Nope. And it's been, how long's it been? Two, was it 2012 he was elected first? I believe it was. And then he just, I think he was just reelected. So, yeah. I mean, there's been time for him to be co-opted, and he hasn't been. So, yeah. good. And, and good. he is far and away the loudest pro-life voice in the Senate. Yeah. And he is repeatedly pushing bills to, to enhance life in great. this country. It's, and he's not afraid to talk about it. He's not afraid to get involved and speak out and tell the truth about it. Now he's on a Wheaties box. And now Wheaties, the breakfast of champions, recognizes him. I'd love to see him uh, do a whole printing of that, you know, oh, one yeah. entire run of Wheaties. Oh. So when you go in the store, it is Ben Sass. <laughs> no way would they do that, but it'd be fun. But I can't wait to have the opportunity to vote for Ben Sass for president someday. And you know that's going to happen. That's that's my it'll dream, Pat. Ha- I guess it'll have to be 2024 at the earliest, but... Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, We'll hang yeah, in there and yeah, wait for it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, a guy who will never be on a Wheaties box, but he his uh, smiling face is on gravy jars all over America. Who's that? Uh, Jeff Fisher. <laughs> uh, Jeffy is doing uh, uh, a special show, a very special episode of Chewing the Fat. He wants your best DMV stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, Department of Motor Vehicles. Good so stuff. because he records, this is going to surprise you. His podcast isn't live. Wait, he doesn't. Every no. time you, every no, time right. I go to the podcast page, you're saying he's I not doing it at that point. No, because I was wondering how he does yeah, it for me. I know, and I'm at like five minutes in, mm-hmm. and he's doing it for someone else. That's ten minutes. I in. hate to disappoint you. I he's thought, not how doing is it he for you. Doing that? Yeah, I, he's not. He's just not. Oh, recorded. So, so tomorrow. From 1 to 3 Eastern, which is noon to 2 Central. Mm-hmm. I'll let you figure out the rest on your own, Mountain and Pacific. 11 to 1. Um, Jeffy, wants you to call 888-900-3393 with your best DMV stories. Okay? Between 1 and 3 Eastern tomorrow, you can be part of the Chewing the Fat segment. So I guess he's going to do two hours? A, two, a, a very special extended Chewing the Fat episode. With live callers. So there you go. Throw that away. Quick math, okay, that'd be 7 a.m. on Saturday morning in Guam, if you want to give them a call. Uh, the Guamians are make up about 83% of his audience, too, then, according to latest surveys. And if they get on one so, side of the island at the same time to listen, uh, what happens? They'll tip over and uh, capsize. Let me clean up one other thing as far as housekeeping here. Oh, okay. Uh, we're looking for the leaders of tomorrow. Yes. And so that's why every summer, Mercury One, in collaboration with Wall Builders, opens our doors for emerging young leaders for leadership training programs. We have, uh, we've seen remarkable stuff in the past, in, in this two-week period. Uh, the kids grow, they learn, their eyes are opened. It's really great stuff. And you know how good David Barton is. And he is tremendous with these kids. It offers everybody who participates a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to gain hands-on experience with original historic documents. So he and his son, Tim, and of course other guest speakers like, I don't know, Glenn Beck, somebody you may have heard of, uh, will be the speakers. And you'll gain a deeper, your kids will gain a deeper understanding of American history, but also learn how to question boldly, think critically, engage in meaningful discourse when confronted with differing opinions How do you respond to all this stuff? Your kids from 18 to 25 
can find out this summer. Mercury One is taking applications right now. So the spots are limited. This fills up really fast. If you, children, grandchildren, whatever, are interested, uh, get them signed up right now. Go to mercuryone.org slash LTP. That's leadership training program. Mercuryone.org slash LTP. Or you can call 972-499-4747. First session is June 3rd through the 14th. And then the second, July 15th through 26th. Okay. And this will, this is actually, um, uh, it's making the next generation of uh, bold leaders that are in the mold of Ben Sass. Right. That aren't ashamed of having constitutional and conservative views. And um, it's just, a, it's a great program. And really is. Your kids will never be the same in a good way. Instead of growing up to be the next Jesse Smollett, they could grow up to become the next Ben Sass, which would be great. 888 Let's go to Brian in West Virginia. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Hello. All right. A couple statements and then a question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, if Jeffy... Uh, he doesn't tape in Guam, I hope, or it would be the actual first chance to capsize. It would be, uh, yeah, you'd have to do all the math to make sure he's in exactly the middle of the island. Uh, and exactly. that's hard to do. So, yeah. Uh, second, on the Smollett case, uh, oh, no, you're breaking mm. up. You're breaking up. Yeah, he's gone. We lost him. We lost him. Oh, my gosh. We hardly knew him. Brian from West Virginia, a man barely alive. Can we rebuild him? Can we make him better, stronger, faster? I don't think so because we already we lost him. So mm. it's over. It's tragic. Dang it. Could you break it to me a little? Barely, barely got to know him. What was that? A 10, 15 second Tops. conversation? Well, I mean, it was qu- quality. It was about mm-hmm. 10 seconds and there was five <laughs> seconds. of. Uh, well, the Jeffy thing was yeah. definitely quality. Yeah, and then five seconds. That was absolute quality. I love that. Going into a tunnel or something. <laughs> Uh, Hey, let me tell you about Home Title Lock, and then we'll get right back into the meat of this particular broadcast. Uh, There was another data breach. We've told you about this. 24 million more people had their information taken, and it gave these scammers online everything they need to steal your home's title. Yeah, that's a thing, and it's a really fast-growing crime. And then they forge your signature as a seller and refile your home under a new name and take out loans against your equity stick you with the payments and you don't know anything about any of this there's no way to tell until your late payments start to show up and you're like what wait what we, we didn't do this yeah by then it's too late and it's really hard to extract yourself from this because there's there's no bank that protects you from this it's not like chase calls you and said hey uh, somebody just might be messing with your mortgage your title online is that you <laughs> so that doesn't happen uh there's no insurance that that takes care of this. There's just home title lock. They specialize in putting a virtual barrier around your title online so that thieves can't get to it. Go to hometitlelock.com and get registered. You'll get a free title scan and report when you sign up. That's a that's worth about $100. And they'll throw that in just for signing up. It's hometitlelock.com. If if you have a mortgage, it's online and you need to protect it. Maybe you have elderly parents who don't know about this. Get it for them. HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Bernie Sanders is running for president. And 
Could you have seen this coming 10 years ago? Us just an avowed socialist. An avowed socialist raising $6 million for his campaign in one day because people are so excited about the opportunity of voting for the guy. There is, there's absolutely no way I would have seen this coming. I wouldn't have believed it. Uh, and listen to his announcement. We didn't, we didn't play the, the announcement where he's going through the laundry list of, of his programs and his vision for America. It's astounding to me. Listen to this. Hi, I'm Bernie Sanders. I'm running for president. President. And I'm asking you today to be part of an unprecedented grassroots campaign of one million active volunteers in every state in our country. Mm -hmm. Our campaign is not only about defeating Donald Trump, the most dangerous president in modern American (laughs) history. It is not only about winning the Democratic nomination and the general election. What is, what is Our it campaign is mm-hmm. about transforming our country mm. and creating a government wow. based on the principles of economic, social, racial, and environmental justice. Stop there Our for a Our campaign sec. is about so, taking on. So his campaign is about transforming the United States of America. Huh, somebody else made that pledge a while ago. <laughs> We're five days away from the fundamental transformation of the United States of America. Yay. And now here's Bernie Sanders to finish that job. So, yeah, Obama started that fundamental transformation and got that ball rolling downhill. Bernie Sanders wants to finish it off. You'll notice. Well, let's let's get into this a little bit deeper. Here's more of what he had to say. Fundamental transformation of America. Okay. Economic, mm-hmm. social, racial, and environmental justice. Our campaign is about taking on the powerful special interests that dominate our economic and political life. I'm talking about Wall Street, Mm. the health insurance companies, the drug companies, the fossil fuel industry, the military-industrial complex, the the private prison industry, Mm -hmm. and the large multinational corporations that exert such an enormous influence uh, over know. our lives. Right? I hate them. Our hate campaign them. is about redoubling our efforts mm. to end racism, sexism, mm-hmm. homophobia, mm. religious bigotry, sure. and all forms of discrimination. Huh? Our campaign is about creating a vibrant democracy. Vibrant with the democracy. highest voter turnout of any major country <laughs> on earth. Okay, stop it for just a second. Bo- there, there it is again from a socialist. Democracy. Mm-hmm. Anytime you hear democracy from these left-wing idiots, it's all about socialism. That is their code word for their socialist agenda. And they think they can sneak it in by calling it democracy. First of all, we're not a democracy. We don't want to be a democracy. And the founding fathers warned about democracies. They don't work. That's why we continue to exist 243 years after the founding of this nation. We're not a democracy. That would have killed us a long time ago. But here's Bernie Sanders pushing that slop on us 243 years later. No, we reject your your democratic socialism. No, thank you. There's... Wait, 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 wait. Did you you figure that out on the fly, that 243? Because that's right, man. Nice job. Thank you. I mean, I, I was you. sitting over here going, wait, two, carry the one. 
Yeah. You well, nailed it. I mean, it's, let's see, six and we're at nine. nine. So it's like two, four, you got to teach me these math tricks because I three, suck right. yeah. at math. Yeah. That was good, We'll get man. into that later. Okay, cool. I'll help you out with like that. like that. That's good. All right. Here's more from Bernie. Bernie. Your Highest lovers. voter turnout of any major country on earth. Yeah, that's important. While we end voter suppression, mm-hmm. Citizens United, Citizens and outrageous United. levels <laughs> of yeah. gerrymandering. Oh. Our campaign is about creating a government and economy. Mm-hmm. That works for the many. Creating a government. We already did that. We okay. are so, the wealthiest nation in the history of the world. Stop it right there. We're the we're the wealthiest nation in the history of the world. Okay, so well, why are you messing with the thing? Then? Let's leave it. What in the world? You're, wait, you're going to fundamentally transform the wealthiest nation in the history of the world? Bernard, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Oh, but he'll tell you because the wealthiest nation in the history of the world. There's only three wealthy people here, so here he is to explain that. <laughs> we should not have a grotesque level grotesque of wealth level. inequality. Why? In which Who three cares? billionaires mm-hmm. now own three. more wealth than the bottom half of the country. Shut up. We should not have 30 million Americans mm. without any health insurance even more who are underinsured, mm-hmm. and a nation in which life expectancy is actually in decline. This guy's the worst. We should not have an economy in which tens of millions of workers earn starvation wages and oh half gosh. of older workers have no savings as they face retirement. We should not have the highest rate of childhood poverty of almost any major yeah, country we on don't. Earth. And a dysfunctional childcare system, uh-huh. which is unfair to both working parents and their children. Oh, we God. should not have a regressive tax system in which large, profitable corporations like Amazon pay nothing in federal income taxes. Yeah, that's a problem. The Amazon thing, I, I don't know how they could keep doing this. And and, and that just keeps being publicized, publicized as if it's the rule instead of the uh, massive exception. If Amazon indeed paid zero taxes, which I don't know how it's possible, I, I, I don't understand it. They've got some great tax lawyers at Amazon, and Bezos should be telling them, hey, stop getting these loopholes. Stop using them. We need to pay more in taxes. He's a left-wing idiot. I've always been of the mindset, look, if the individual pays taxes, that should be enough. But that's just me. But, you know, it's not every corporation that's paying zero in taxes. And they're trying to make it out like no big corporation pays any taxes. The little people are take, are paying it all. When it, Nothing could be further from the truth. 30 million uninsured. I'm sorry. That's from Obamacare, which promised us insurance for all, Bernie. So your little experiment into more socialized... Uh, into a more socialized civilization failed. Yeah. And, and did you catch that? There's going to be a buzz, uh, buzz phrase there that's going to latch on to this campaign. It's going to be starvation wages. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. We're going to hear that. A there lot. are not 30 million people in starvation wages. Uh, I just, it, the lies, the half truths, the spin on all of this stuff. This is going to be one agonizing campaign. Get ready for it, because um, they're trying to jam socialism down our throats right now. And they're doing a pretty good job of it. And they found these little catchphrases, like uh, three billionaires make, make, have more wealth than the bottom half of the country. Well, the bottom half of the country also 
doesn't contribute anything to the tax situation either. I don't even know if that three billionaire thing is true. We'll have to look into that. I, I mean, that's hard to believe. But if even if it is true, so what? If they weren't to be, if they didn't have the wealth, if Bezos and Gates and is it Buffett? Who's number three? I don't know. But if the top three guys suddenly went broke overnight, that doesn't do a damn thing for the bottom 50%. Mm-hmm. Their wealth doesn't go to them. Yeah, so I think I may find that list. Is it? Uh, it's it's okay. Jeff American? Bezos, obviously, and then Bill Gates, mm-hmm. and then uh, is it Warren Fat Piece of Crap Buffett? I don't You're think right. so. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, he's number three. Is he really? Then Larry Ellison. So there you go. Mark Zuckerberg, Larry Page, Charles Koch, David Koch. Wow. Sergey Brin. Wow. And number ten, Michael Bloomberg. The Walmart family? None of the Walmart families in that? Of course, they uh, split their wealth seven yeah, ways. They but... are 11, 12, and 13. Jeez, man. On this top 15 list, yeah. That's... Steve Ballmer and Sheldon Adelson round out the top 15. Okay. So Warren Fett, piece of crap, Buffett is in the top three. Congratulations. <laughs> it's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, Pat unleashed on Twitter, where Tyler from Misery tweets prediction for Jussie Smollett's statement. I was doing this to raise awareness of real racism caused by Trump. <laughs> what a maroon, huh? <laughs> now, did Tyler from Misery originate that? Yeah, he came up with the statement? word maroon. What a maroon. Yeah. Oh, okay. There, there was some discussion on Twitter, as you know. <laughs> but, I know. Uh, yeah. They didn't know if. Hmm. Uh, if you if you were aware that uh, Bugs Bunny Bugs actually Bunny. originated that in the fifties or something, were you aware of that? No, huh? Boy, Thought you're he a stole mar- that from me. You're a maroon then. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Bob Lobla tweets: uh, Middle class Joe should not be confused with Cotton Eye Joe. That's that's very true. Completely distinct people. Uh, DMX DM Jeffy Fisher Gravy now with spoons. <laughs> uh, that's uh, from I am Corbin. Jeffy will be on a Wheaties box. Before Foreigner gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How's that make you feel? Uh, Frustrated, as always. So we were talking about the top three billionaires. Their wealth combined is a lot. You know, it's over over like $100. Way over $100. A little north of that. Yeah, it might even be close to $200 between the three of them. (laughs) Anyway, uh, they're all left-wing, all left-wing, wonderful progressives, right? They all believe they don't deserve their Which wealth. makes no sense at all. Bill Gates just, well, they want to close the door behind them. Yeah. They don't want anybody yeah. else uh, getting into their into their little club. And so they try to slam that door shut with socialism now. So Bill Gates was just saying the other day how he doesn't deserve it, and he's right. He stole all of his stuff from Xerox. <laughs> you don't deserve it. Others do. Warren fat piece of crap Buffett, I guess, you know, built his fortune the right way. In a real way, Bezos created a company that has uh, revolutionized the world. So each of them, however, complain about the fact that they're not paying enough. All right, well, then good. You've got all of this money. Uh, Jeff Bezos has a $150 billion fortune. Let's say he keeps a billion for himself. 
You could distribute $100,000 to 1.5 million people with your wealth, Jeff. Wow. Do it. Keep your keep your billionaire status. And, you know, because you don't deserve that, nobody does. There was an infrastructure created already for you. Uh, then go ahead and give it to the bottom one and a half million people and make them $100,000 richer, each of them. Pull them out of poverty. I'm tired of listening to their whining. I'm tired of listening to their lies and their disingenuous nonsense about how, uh, you know, being a billionaire is immoral or we don't deserve this. We don't pay enough in taxes. Okay, fix it then. Self-loathing rich people. Write a $100,000 check to the bottom 1.5 million people and send it out to them. Done. Drives me out of my mind. Out of my mind. Uh, 888 We played the announcement of uh, Bernie Sanders and his socialist policies, and it's just it's sad because so many people are buying in. How many people do you hear that... or? Even in Texas, you see sometimes a Bernie Sanders bumper sticker and you think, what what is the matter with you? What is wrong? Do you have brain damage? (laughs) Seriously, how is it possible? In the United States of America, you want to elect a socialist president. Somebody who didn't, in his announcement, didn't even mention the United States Constitution. That means nothing to him. You think Bernie Sanders cares one iota about the Constitution? No. He'd talk about it if he did. He doesn't. Because what he believes in is to completely uh, set fire to the U.S. Constitution and replace it with some kind of socialist document. The Communist Manifesto. And by the way, he's said in the past that uh, he's pretty... I guess he's pretty fond of bread lines. And... uh, Here's, here's Bernie talking about that. Maybe we can have that going in this country soon. You know, it's funny. Sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. Good in thing. other countries, people don't line hey, up for what? food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Good Lord. You could cover a lot uh, of squares. People on lining bingo. up for food. That's a good thing. Oh. It's a good thing that people have to stand in bread lines. I think he was talking about Manawa, uh, Niarawa, wasn't yeah, he? It wasn't was. that the Nicaraguan thing? <laughs> he was. Down in Manawa, Niarawa, people are lining up for food. It shows that That's a good thing. Yeah, it shows that there's food in that country <laughs> that they're lining up for. <laughs> oh my gosh, what in the world? You know, in some countries, people don't have to line up for the food. They they can eat it at their house. I don't, I don't know. They buy it at the store and then they bring it home and, and they eat it there. They don't have to line up anywhere. No, bread lines are not a good thing, Bernie. This is the guy you could have as your president. Thank you, Democrats. Thank you. Then we have Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, another brilliant, brilliant Democrat, who used to be, by the way, Fairly conservative on some issues. Mm. Uh, certainly on immigration and uh, some other things. She was she was normal. And then she decided, not if now. I'm going to run in this socialist party, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to change mm-hmm. my tune. 
And I'm going to have to say that uh, my my previous policies were oh, they were mean spirited. They were not nice. I was just a bad person then. But I'm I'm reformed now. Now I see the error of my ways. Now I see that there should be no borders. We should just uh, open up our country to everyone. And by the way, create a whole another gender Sorry? because two. It's just not enough. I mean, how many is two? That's just one greater than one. That's just two more than zero. So we've got to have more genders. Here she is on creating a third gender. Oh, goody. Mm-hmm. Before her events, I sat down with the senator to talk about a number of topics, including her support for the federal government to recognize a third non-binary gender. We ah. should uh, allow for anyone who feels that uh, that identifying right. as a male or female doesn't represent who they are. Okay. There's a lot of people who are in mm-hmm. a fluid transition or they may see themselves differently. Uh, I think there's a lot of states that have already passed that law because it makes sense for those people. And I don't know why we have to demonize anyone. Who's demonizing anybody? Wait, if you don't have a third non-binary gender, you're demonizing someone? Look, I just need some ranch. Trying to get my ranch dipping sauce here. Could you stop talking about third genders? Non-binary gender, transition fluid. Ugh. What a crazy world. Mm-hmm. Uh, a candidate for president of the United States trying to create a third gender. There's just, there's not. I'm sorry. There are not three genders. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's not a thing. And I don't have to accept that it is uh, because it isn't. I mean, just like I don't have to accept that liquids are now solids. I don't have to do that because, you know what? It's not true. Now, you can tell me all you want that water is actually a solid. And I'll say you're right when it turns to ice. But before that time, it's still liquid. Nope. Water is a solid. It's that ridiculous what they're trying to push down on us now. They're trying to jam down our throats that gender is fluid that there's more than men and women. Before we know it, they'll be adopting the Facebook uh, principle of 72 genders. Facebook, so, by the way, how hateful uh-huh. are they? Only 72. Okay, well. <laughs> You've left out a good number of uh, species yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. I, I got a question there for you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Cut and Dry, Mr. Black and White. Okay. Mm-hmm. If water isn't a solid, then what is it, Pat? It's a liquid. It's a liquid. Have you asked the water if it's a liquid no i have not i don't know how the water is feeling so you don't know i just know what it actually no, you is. don't know what it's identifying i as. don't know i do not know so for all you know mm-hmm. the water, water could identifies. Be identifying as a solid it can identify as anything it wants a gas a liquid a solid. it's but it is a liquid no not if it changes its mind <laughs> <laughs> another thing water doesn't have a mind okay so whoa yeah Right? How do you know? Are you judging the water now? Yes. How do you know? Based on its principles, uh, I, I definitely am. Well, sci- so. science has some more work to do then, because I'm not signing off on this, folks. <laughs> uh, will you sign off on the fact that uh, Daniel Lappin, Rabbi Dan- Daniel Lappin, coming up mm-hmm. at the bottom of the hour here, mm-hmm. just after 7.30, so that should be fun. 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern. Talk yep. to him about what's going on in Israel. Talk to him about this socialist craze. Uh Talk to him about any number of things. Need to get an update on South Africa, too, which is where he's from. Bad things happen there. Yeah. Um, When was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? 
if ever. If they itch or you have some pain or they just feel plugged up, there is something you could do about it without having to go to the doctor and spend a whole bunch of money on, on a doctor's visit. It's WaxRx. It uses physician-developed technology, safely and effectively removes buildup, and then soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. Now you can use WaxRx without a prescription. You don't have to go to the doctor, and you don't have to waste time using cotton swabs or other things that can not only not fix the problem, but actually be dangerous to your eardrums. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Go to usewaxrx.com, use the offer code radio at checkout, and you'll get free shipping. Finally, there's a real solution at home, and it's reusable for uh, stubborn buildup in your ears. It's usewaxrx.com, offer code radio, usewaxrx.com. All right, we got to play this um, Joe Biden thing. It's just so great. Oh, middle class Joe. Here we go. Middle cool. middle class Joe uh, singing about well gun control oh, wait, for wait. one thing. Hold on a second. This is from a while ago. Yeah, yeah, we didn't pull that though. Oh, uh, we what? No, I just sent that to you for fun. I didn't know you actually wanted well, to play it. Well, of course on the air. I wanted to play it. I sent it back to you and said let's ha- let's play it. Okay, I didn't get that email. So we're not going to play you no. the we'll have it ready. Uh, Joe some, Biden thing some future date. Well, you don't have it ready now. No. Which is what I kind of, I don't know, need. But the good thing is, is that it's old, as you mentioned, so it will still be timely when we do have it. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yes. no, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't get that back from you. Or I didn't see it, one or the other. Mm-hmm. I'd like you to check your sent folder for verification of who's right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 888-933-93. <laughs> okay. We're talking about, uh, we'll, we'll get back yeah. into the socialist thing with, uh, I'll send this with Rabbi Lappin. Uh-huh. Uh, in the meantime, Bernie Sanders just had a day where he raised $6 million in a 24-hour period of time. <laughs> now, surely, yeah. his socialism is going to kick in here. And he's going to share that with his fellow candidates, right? He's going to... Because he's wealthier than probably the bottom five candidates combined. So, surely, he's going to redistribute some of the campaign funds he just got to, let's say, Kirsten Gillibrand or... Kamala Harris, or I mean, that's that, that Pete that's, Buttigieg. Well, what about um, my boy uh, Andrew Yang? Or Andrew Yang? I bet Andrew hasn't raised very much money at all. Uh, but that's I love. All, as soon as that came out yesterday, all of your listeners were online just saying, "Hey, spread the wealth, man!" Right, I mean, exactly. this is what you do, right? This is what you want. Exactly. So, so let's see it. Let's have it. Come on now. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Do we still have? I bet we don't have this either. What? what? What do you want? What? Just tell me what you want. What you really, really want? I want. Oh yeah, this. We do have this because I want to ask uh, Rabbi Lappin. Oh boy. About this. You want to play this for him? Yeah. You just wait and play yeah, yeah. it for him. Well, uh, will he be able to hear it over the phone? Do we know for a fact? Yeah, yeah, he will. I want to play the okay. board pilot thing. That's a fun video. I want you to see well, that's the board pilot. Completely and- off topic Australia. of what we're doing here. Sorry, it's my bad. Completely the other okay. direction. It's my bad. How about the bid, the, the kids' uh, baseball reaction? Uh, Is again, that off topic too? Again, that's completely. That seems like it goes right along no. perfectly with what we've been. With discussing. the socialism thing, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very close to that, but uh, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> I mean, I here's my problem right now. There are so many warning signs about where we're headed, 
between the candidates, between what's happening uh, in our society with the social issues like gender. Um, there's major corporations that are so intrusive in our lives, monitoring everything, listening in to everything, recording everything we're doing, and we've allowed it all into our homes willingly, and nobody ever had to force it on us. So uh, the latest little intrusion into our lives is the Nest system. Do you have Nest at home? No. Oh, that's good. No, no. That's good. Because uh, I've got yeah, something else. We do. We have but, the Nest. But it's just, yeah. You talking about the thermostat thing? Yeah. The thermostat where it controls yeah. your heat. I, I specifically got one that wasn't associated with Google. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. That was smart. Because Google didn't mention this. But, oh, it, they never meant for it to be a secret. I just want you to know that. Oh, what? Far be it from oh them gosh. to keep this from... It was supposed to be on the packaging itself, and I, I don't know. It was just a mistake. They run out of ink that day? Or? Yeah, I, I don't know. They, there was a built-in microphone in the Nest system, and gosh, of course, they're not going to turn it on. Oh, no. There's a... Wait. There's a microphone in the Nest system? Yeah, and you have to specifically turn it on for it to be, well, turned on. Yeah, I looked for the Nest system microphone and how you can specifically turn it on. There's no mention of it in the system, in in the instructions, in the description of what you're buying. Nothing. Oh, my gosh. Wait, why would you put a microphone in a home thermostat system. Oh, oh, oh. What the hell is that for? Dirty, man. So what is this? Do no evil crap they always like to tell? Yes, right. Shut up. Don't be evil. Uh, maybe you should maybe listen to that uh, motto that you used to have, Google. <laughs> they announced that their home security and alarm system, Nest Secure, would be getting an update. Uh, users could now enable its virtual assistant Technology, because Nest uh, never mentioned that they had a virtual assistant technology, like a microphone in it. And now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, it's, it's in there. Um, and then you can do the Nest security, which is the alarm keypad and motion sensor component in the Nest secure offering, which was never disclosed in any of the product material for this device. Wow. A Google representative said the uh, company had made an error in not including that in the product material. The on-device microphone was never intended to be a secret and should have been listed in the tech specs. That was an error on our part. I can't. (laughs) Can you believe this? Google says the microphone has never been on and is only activated when users specifically enable the option. Oh, yeah, sure. I looked completely through my system last night. There's no way to turn it on. There's no way to turn it off either. And there's no mention of it. Can you find on the unit all. where it is? Like nope. You don't even know no, where No, I it just is. looked for it last night. So After I read this article, unbelievable. I specifically went to my Nest unit yeah. and looked for it. There's, there's no way to enable a microphone. It doesn't say anything about a microphone being included in it. Wow. So I, 
I I don't know. Are we supposed to believe that all of this stuff is an air? Oops. I, good golly. Wow. I don't know. How was that not included? Who dropped the ball on oh, that? Oh, you know, when Jim. That's unacceptable. When Jim was making these, he accidentally yeah, he was, slipped one in there. Yeah. And, and then just, he was going to. And became a part of the template. And then it, he was going to write it down, though, that, you know, so you'd know when you buy the system that there's a microphone there and we could listen to everything you say. Shoot. Ah, uh, but that oh, he forgot. through and then no yeah, one. Yeah, nobody picked it up. The Oh, line and it. Uh, next thing you know, we're having to write an article about it seven, mm-hmm. eight years later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, but here's a cool thing. Now you can use it in our security system. Yeah, if you want to. If you want to. I, I mean, mean, as long as it's there. It's there. Might as well go ahead. I mean, <laughs> just, I mean seriously. What next? What are we going to find out next? Uh, is this a problem right now? I don't know. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it's not a big deal. But could it be a problem in the future where they're monitoring everything you say? Well, I don't care if Google listens to everything I say. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, you don't know that. You're not the person who decides if what you're saying and doing is wrong. Somebody else will be doing that. When the government becomes overbearing or oppressive, it's not us who decide whether or not what we're saying or doing is wrong. That's the people in power who decide that. That's why these things uh, have to be paid attention to. 888 Ridju Zone. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. Been hearing about this for a while. It's time to give it a try. This uh, is a product that was launched by a local company that produced a metabolite of olive oil. And created this patented product that helps people control appetite and lose weight. Because it also kicks your, your metabolism back into gear. Because when, you're, when, you're, when you lose weight, your body thinks you're sick. And so it tries to slow down your metabolism so you can catch back up on the weight you lost. It's really thoughtful. Um, but Riduzone helps boost your metabolism and reduce appetite. And then you, you, it also helps you burn fat with a quicker metabolism. So, for a short time, you can really take advantage of this. They have 30% off for listeners to this show. Just go to RidUZone.com and enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. RidUZone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Freedom's Disciple mm. on the air with us uh, tomorrow. Jonathan Dunn on will the be here. Reddish orange couch. That's yes. In person. Right. All the way from Ireland. Very, very exciting. Uh, also, Rabbi Lappin, all the way from New York. New York. By the phone. Uh, we'll be here on in the just phone. on the phone. Well, yeah. Yeah. Through the miracle of modern technology, though, we can talk to him while he's in New York, which is weird. It's incredible. <laughs> it's not through the Nest system. No, yeah. but uh, but you could. You could. You could just communicate yeah. through that with through the microphone of Nest, which and is great. His wife walks by, you what know? are you doing talking into the thermostat? Well, I'm doing yeah, an interview with Pat yeah. Gray. It's got a microphone. Uh-huh. And Weird. it's hooked into the internet. And uh, and so we're communicating that way. So. so, And it is, by the way, hooked in through the internet. So I'm sure nothing bad could happen. Ever. You know, it's just from Google. So what could, what could go wrong? Yeah, don't be a you know what I mean? Yep. 
888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from the Crafty Beaver. <laughs> Wait, what? Did Keith... Keith missed the email from Pat of middle-class Joe singing? I was about to suggest a rise in Keith's salary, but after this... I'm not doing it. Okay, yeah, but there was good, no email sent. There was no oh, there was, of course there was an oh, email. did you check you your sent folder? It. Did you check your in folder? I sure did. Check your junk mail. Yeah, I checked my sent folder. I sent it to you. There was no reply. As someone who is made largely of water, I am truly offended that Pat could so flippantly disparage people of liquid. <laughs> I don't know that I did that. Did I disparage people yeah, of Yeah, people liquid? might identify okay, as yeah, solid, I, or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oops, all berries. <laughs> Tweets. If your house has hard water, does that make it a solid? Uh-huh. <laughs> hard water, yeah. Nailed yeah. it. Nailed mm-hmm. it. Kara Armstrong, if there are 10,000 genders like the left preaches to us, then how are people bisexual? <laughs> they need to be informed that bi means two. Uh-huh. Unless it's bi-weekly, right? Because then it's every other week, if I'm not mistaken. Very confusing. Why isn't bi-weekly twice a week? I don't get it. Because bi-monthly is twice a month. Bi-yearly or bi-annual is twice a year. It's not every other year. You're lucky that that didn't screw up more on trivia last week. I know. I know. All right. Well, I got to tell you about Optima Tax Relief before we get to Rabbi Lappin. Um, you know, if you've got an IRS problem and it's costing you thousands and thousands of dollars, these are the guys to turn to because uh, they're num- America's number one tax resolution firm. Don't let the IRS come down on you with their aggressive collection techniques. Let Optima fight for you and protect what's yours. You'll have a proven award-winning team when you turn to Optima Tax Relief. 800-699-6140-800-699-6140. Call to right now. Optima Tax Relief. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Ah, welcome to it. 888-900-3393. Uh, excited to be joined by Rabbi Daniel Lappin, uh, whose show you just heard about. Um, and Daniel joins us now. Uh, Daniel, R- Rabbi Lappin, welcome to The Blaze. Thanks for coming well, thank on. thank you very much indeed. I've been looking forward to this opportunity to be with you. And as, as have we. What a coincidence. So, uh, <laughs> Rabbi, uh, I don't know if you've seen this. This is a group called, uh, is it? News Now. News Now. Some leftist. Group. Have you ever heard of this leftist group called News Now? They uh, they are very worried about the anti-Semitism coming from Donald Trump. Um, I mean, forget about the Elon Omar stuff. The real problem here is is of course Donald Trump and his supporters. Um, listen, yeah. listen I, to this. I know a few yep. million. Um, Jews who've lived in Europe from the 1100s to World War II, who mm-hmm. would have been really, really grateful to be subjected to the anti-Semitism of Donald Trump. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yes, that's uh, definitely. But listen to this, and then uh, I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about this. It's no secret that we live in an era of rising anti-Semitism and white nationalism. But the real threat to us Jews doesn't come from progressive leaders like Ilhan Omar criticizing Israel's military occupation. It comes from Donald Trump, 
and the increasingly white nationalist movement that put him in the White House. For centuries, corrupt and hateful rulers have used anti-Semitism to deflect the anger of the people away from the ruling class. When the status quo is failing and unpopular, and people are looking for someone to blame, Jews become a really useful scapegoat. Just as they scapegoat African Americans, Muslims, Mexicans, people of color, and immigrants, Trump and his white nationalist allies use anti-Semitic dog whistles to distract from policies lining the pockets of the 1%. It was All right. I think we get the idea. Uh, Rabbi, have you ever heard? I mean, obviously you've heard that kind of nonsense before, but it seems to be pretty prevalent right now that the 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 obvious anti-Semites like Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib in, in our government are not actually the ones to worry about. They're fine because they agree with the left on everything else. Uh, the real problem are, are Donald Trump and white nationalists. Right. Well, uh, look, I think it's, it's really important to, to clarify that anti-Semitism uh, is not what you think in your head, because I do not want to invoke thought police. Mm-hmm. I think people are perfectly entitled to think whatever they like about anybody at all. Frankly, I mean, there are quite a few Jews that I'm not too fond of myself. <laughs> right. The, the line uh, is drawn in action. The moment you assault a Jew or his property because he's a Jew, that would be anti-Semitism. And let me offer you an absolutely 100% foolproof way of checking to see whether a person is a knee-jerk devotee of the left or he isn't. All you've got to do is ask him, who is the biggest threat to Jews today? Now, the correct answer to that, as anybody with eyes in their head who hasn't recently immigrated from outer Mongolia knows, is Muslims. Mm -hmm. Jews are being killed by Muslims throughout the world, South America, Europe, Israel, everywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, what you will hear is, oh, the biggest threat to Jews, Donald Trump. I mean, <laughs> how uh, far do you need to travel from reality? Yeah. But it just gives you a very, very good sense. The fact is that um, uh, Jews are right to be fairly comfortable with the nationalistic stance in, in uh, shall we say, in Hungary. Uh, the reason is very simple, and that is Jews in Hungary are not being murdered by Muslims. You know why? Because Hungary doesn't let them in which drives leftists of all persuasions, including those of Jewish ancestry, utterly and unspeakably berserk. (laughs) So true. So true. Has there actually ever been a better friend to Israel than President Donald Trump? I mean, I've been pretty amazed that he he has actually gone through with some of the things he said he was going to do, like moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, the only president with the guts to do that. No, what was brilliant, the answer to your question is, I think you probably have to go back to Harry Truman to find anybody who's been as good for you. I really do. Uh, What was so great about moving the embassy wasn't that, it it wasn't, you know, people dismiss, oh, it's just a silly gesture. Not at all. This was very significant. This moving the embassy was, number one, sent the message, I keep my word. I'm a businessman. Mm -hmm. You can count Mm -hmm. on me. If I say something, I'm going to do it. 
Number two, he sent a message of realism to the Middle East, which was way overdue because everybody, including uh, George W. Bush and Obama and everybody else, conditioned uh, the uh, Arabs in the five contiguous countries surrounding Israel uh, to um, not regard anything America says as real and to believe that all they've got to do is threaten street violence and they will get whatever they want. And uh, Donald Trump sent a message saying, you know what, <laughs> Jerusalem, it's, it's, it's off the table. Jerusalem is Israel's capital. It's great because all of a sudden what happens the Gulf states suddenly start opening up dealings with Israel. Now, a mm-hmm. lot of this is undercover. It's not being spoken about a lot. But uh, everybody knows that before that uh, embassy announcement was made, uh, Donald Trump and uh, Saudi Arabia and the Gulf states got together and, and agreed that this is a good move. Driving a wedge between Iran and some of its clients, this is great. This is all wonderful news. And... Um, uh, Donald Trump is obviously going to go down in history as one of the great presidents of, of this period of American history. I don't doubt it for a moment. He's also done some interesting things that not a lot of people even noticed. Um, Ireland, months, some months ago, uh, was, was going after products sold in Israel, and they were going to join the boycott until uh, President Trump and the administration stepped in and said, if you do that, uh, you're going to open yourself up to um, some sanctions from us. And they dropped it. Now, I think they picked it back up again recently. But, I mean, the president has done a, a, a lot of things uh, on behalf of Israel that others just haven't done. Surprisingly enough, even people like George W. Bush and Ronald Look, Reagan. It's, um, it's not just Israel. Anybody who cares about the future of Western civilization, anybody who cares about America, anybody who cares about the values of the founders prevailing over the values of radical socialism Mm -hmm. should be on their knees in gratitude to Donald Trump. And the evidence for what I'm just saying, if you don't have to believe me, all you've got to do is look at the fanatical fury being directed at the president from the left. And the only reason for that is because they've been able to roll every other president since Ronald Reagan. And Mm -hmm. here's the first one they can't roll. And so they have to destroy him one way or another because he is damaging the agenda of the left. Thank God. Yeah. Um, The left has also been really effective in trying to shut down anybody's criticism about left-wing people who happen to be Jewish, like George Soros, for instance. Anytime anybody criticizes George Soros, it's it's anti-Semitism. Right, right, right. Which is yeah, absolutely look, this ridiculous. Is stuff, Pat, tiresome. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, most, I think almost everybody sees through it. Uh, you know, you, you don't have to be a great scholar of the 20th century to know how Stalinism used to work. Uh, this this, this right. pattern of silencing dissent through the uh, avenue of what they call political correctness is an old, old strategy. If you want to read about it, read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. It's all there. They're following the playbook. It's, it's tiresome. We are uh, speaking with Rabbi Daniel Lappin, whose podcast you can find at theblaze.com slash podcasts uh, every week. Um, Rabbi, you are also, as we're talking about things both uh, domestic and international here, since you're from South Africa originally, um, and there's a lot of things going on in South Africa right now that are of uh, big concern, there, there seems to be some contention about 
how extensive the problem is in South Africa. Do you have any insight into what's going on and, and the whites being driven off their land? And in some cases, yep. there have been some murders. And how, how extensive and how bad is that situation? Um, look, uh, I'm not an expert on it. I've been gone for from, I have not been on, on the African continent in, in several decades. Uh, I have friends in in uh, in Ghana, Nigeria, Kenya, Zimbabwe, Zambia, um, uh, and South Africa. So, uh, what what's happened is that the African National Congress, which has always been a socialist leaning organization, um, has become uh, more and more powerful. Um, Zuma's uh, president Zuma, the previous president, undermined a lot of the confidence in in normative Western style government. And uh, one of the things that has has happened has been not only just general collapse of infrastructure. I mean, the uh, the South Africa used to have an immensely effective electrical grid. Uh, it, it was Eskom was the ESKOM was the name of the South African electrical utility, uh, quasi-governmental. Um, South Africa was the one place on the entire continent where you could start a factory and you didn't have to worry about the electrical supply. Now, that's all history. And along with that has been the uh, attempt to use governmental power to seize land. Well, the last time we saw that work was in Zimbabwe. Yeah. where Zimbabwe was reduced from uh, one of the bread baskets of Africa and one of the economic growth miracles. There's a lot of hydropower there. There's copper there. Uh, Zimbabwe had a lot going for it. It's been turned into one of the worst economic basket cases of Africa uh, through Robert Mugabe's um, basic uh, land uh, redistribution scheme. So it's extremely worrying that there's talk of that going on in South Africa. I'm not without hope because uh, the, uh, the, the, pres- the Prime Minister of South Africa right now, Cyril Ramaphosa, is, uh, he's not an idiot. Uh, he, he understands economics. I cannot believe that he doesn't know what I and everyone else knows, which is that that path, if continued, is going to lead to the economic destruction of Southern Africa. He has to know that. I'm sure he does. And so I have mm. to assume that there are certain complex political dances that have to be um, uh, gone through now in order to placate certain sections, particularly there's a, a wing of young radicals in the South African ANC. So um, I, I'm assuming that this is going to settle down. I really am. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, yeah. Appreciate it. We'll, we'll have more with uh, Rabbi Daniel Lappin coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about uh, Home Title Lock. Now, you may not even have been aware until recently, or maybe you're just hearing about it now, that there's a, uh, there's a new form of theft online called uh, mortgage theft that is really kind of sweeping the country. The FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes in America. So if you have a mortgage or you've done a refi recently through a major bank, uh, there's another breach of data that exposed 24 million more people to this kind of fraud. And so that gave data breach scammers everything they need to steal your home's title. Because it is, they are all stored online now and they have access to it. And then they just forge your signature as a seller, refile your home under a new name, and then take out loans on your equity, stick you with the payments. And you don't know anything about this until the late payments show up or you get an eviction notice. Don't let this happen to you. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. 
and get yourself protected. They'll put a virtual barrier around your home's title online. And the second they detect any sinister activity, they get on and shut it down. HomeTitleLock.com. Or if you have elderly parents, get this for them. It's just pennies a day. It's really affordable. And when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com, you'll get a $100 uh, free title scan and report. They're going to just throw that in just for signing up. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Go there right now. HomeTitleLock.com. Unleashed. We're speaking with uh, Dan- Rabbi Daniel Lappin. He does a podcast here. You can find it at theblaze.com slash podcasts. And, of course, a good friend of the show and somebody we've uh, admired for a long time. Rabbi, let's talk about the young generation, the, the millennials today, the young adults today, who have grown up in the educational system and have become really familiar with or, I guess, comfortable with socialism and seem to gravitate toward that. And according to the latest poll I've seen, uh, 18 to 34-year-olds favor socialism now over capitalism. Uh, What do we do to uh, inform this generation of, of, of young adults about the dangers of socialism? Well... Uh, the you know my first response is that this is listening to to this and you're absolutely right there are four polls now including Gallup that show that a majority over fifty percent well mm-hmm. over fifty percent of uh, people between the ages of eighteen and thirty five that's a big age spread um, prefer socialism to capitalism this is a bit like Rabbi Daniel Lappin saying you know I I, I think living on the moon is basically a very comfortable kind of environment (laughs) to which you would say you moron you've never lived there what do you know right and um, and that's what's so interesting about this a majority of American 18 to 35 year olds prefer a socialism that they've never lived with right right and it's Uh, that's one thing the second thing is uh, we mustn't make the mistake of thinking that this is an informational shortage. Oh, we've just got to teach them. No, uh, we're living in the age of the Internet. Whatever information you could possibly want about anything on Earth is readily available at the touch of a button on your phone screen. So it's not that they lack information. It's that there is a, uh, a, 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 a sinister and seductive allure there is something about socialism that is defying facts and defying information mm-hmm. and appealing to their feelings. That's okay. a that's a great point. And and the the Democrat candidates right now, especially those who are socialists like uh, Bernie Sanders, um, make it sound really appealing. They make it sound like it's it's the system of fairness. It's the one where. People aren't going to be way more wealthy than you. We're going to even the playing field. We're going to take away the unfairness of this system, and everybody's going to have a chance. Right. Um, Look, if uh, this actually... I mean, the basic question we've got to ask is, what is the appeal here? And uh, I think my answer would be the following. And, uh, And you may well agree with me on this, and that is, If I could be absolutely persuaded beyond a shadow of a doubt that I and you and my plumber 
and my proctologist and the ballerina on the stage at the at the show I saw last night, all of us are nothing other than the inevitable results of a lengthy process of unaided materialistic evolution. We are nothing but sophisticated orangutans and chimpanzees. Now, if that is true, then I think I would be out there leading the charge for redistribution of wealth. Mm -hmm. Because one thing we know about animals is that they all are the same. If you look after a zoo, and you've got, um, you know, eight lions or six elephants or whatever it is, all you need to know is their weight, and you can look up your little book that'll tell you how much food they need. And then, you know, you put out 60 pounds of, uh, of grass or feed or whatever it is for each elephant, and away you go. You come back the next morning, you see uh, five of the elephants are, are sitting there looking glum and hungry. The sixth elephant has got a huge pile of about 200 pounds of feed in front of him. Well, the obvious thing you do is you redistribute the food. You know, you make sure that everybody gets the same amount. <laughs> right. Because right. that's how you work with animals. Animals do not have infinite desires and lofty goals and heavenly dreams. Animals don't. Mm -hmm. But people are different. Uh, in other words, you know, if, if, somebody, <clears throat> if somebody gave uh, each of us a million dollars, we'd all look completely different in six months, we all have done different things with our million-dollar um, windfall because we all have different desires and different urges. And so once we establish that when it comes to human beings, you've got a choice. It's either freedom or equality. If you insist on equality, you're going to have to destroy freedom because you're going to only get equality by force. But if you want uh, freedom, you have to live with inequality. And the, uh, throughout American history, up to the present time, we've always been cool with inequality because I've never, I didn't feel jealous and envious and hostile towards um, uh, Rockefellers who built Standard Oil because deep in my heart, I felt if I worked hard, I could get up there as well. Exactly. I just saw myself as an incipient rich person, even though I wasn't yet. And so I didn't care about inequality. But the more focused and the more obsessed our public commentators have been on inequality, you know that by definition, the less concerned they are about freedom. And that's exactly where we're at. Basically, since the 1960s, um, faith in God and uh, secularism uh, has, has replaced faith in God since the 60s. There's been an incredible drop in the way people uh, relate spiritually. And if you start looking at the world as only material, which is the consequence of abolishing faith, well then, in a material world, you know, you hear of Marxist materialism. In a material world, uh, redistribution makes a lot of sense, and that's exactly where they're at. Yeah, I've, uh, it's, it's been baffling, but they've used it so effectively, the income inequality argument. And I've, I, for years I have said, what, what difference does it make if Bill Gates has $90 billion and I don't? It's not hurting me at all. He's well, not they believe taking it away from him will come to you. Because their, their conviction is that um, money is a materialistic thing. And mm -hmm. if a materialistic thing vanishes off my table and shows up on yours, you must have taken it from me. <laughs> Therefore, taking it away from you means there'll be more for me again. Right. All right. 
How uh, how have so many radicals found a home in the Democrat Party? How is it that the Democrat Party seems so comfortable embracing socialists now and and yeah. lets them run uh, under the banner of the Democrat Party? So when you're a politician, you have a voracious and insatiable appetite for money and power. Uh, that's your lifeblood. Mm-hmm. And finding groups of people who will vote for you is the key to a long and happy life. And so uh, bringing in immigrants is, is, again, part of the Democrat Party's dream. And the other part of it was realizing, and again, this was, was very evident during the 60s and 70s, that the, uh, the clash in America, and there is a clash, the clash in America is not between blacks and whites. At least it wasn't until Obama's presidency who, when he aggravated that enormously. But mm-hmm. typically and historically, uh, the clash in America no longer between blacks and whites, not between men and women, not between rich and poor, and not between Jews and Christians or anybody else. No. The clash in America um, has become a clash between those who view Judeo-Christian, biblically-based values as vital for our nation's survival, including, by the way, among those is freedom and acceptance of inequality. And uh, on the other side, people who believe that Judeo-Christian, biblically-based values are nothing but primitive obstructions to what they see as progress. Mm -hmm. And um, there are blacks and whites on both sides, and rich and poor on both sides, and, uh, and men and women on both sides. That is, And this is one of the reasons that so many women voted for President Trump. But who were they? Mostly married women with families voted for President Trump. There's a very high number of women on welfare. Who were they? Mostly single women. Uh, marriage is a Judeo-Christian value. It is also the, uh, the, 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 the metric most closely tied to poverty. In other words, Um, being single is one of the most reliable uh, indicators of poverty. Therefore, if you really care about poverty in America, you want to do everything you can to help marriage. To the Mm -hmm. Democrats, the cure is worse than the disease. They'd much rather have poverty than an increase in marriage because married people need the government less than single people. Rabbi, I've always loved the way uh, you explain the issues and uh, looking forward again to your podcast this week where I understand there's somebody named... uh Glenn Beck appearing on your podcast this weekend? Um, no, not that I'm no. aware of, but I'd be oh. I'd love to do that absolutely okay. any time at all. So <laughs> all you can right. set that up, it's a done deal. All right. Uh, go to theblaze.com slash podcast for Rabbi Lappins. And this one as well. See you tomorrow.